0: back to another episode of the shadow mark podcast we are live here tonight uh shooting an episode i'm really excited to be here tonight uh, it's been a hell of a week let me tell you and uh i'm glad to be here right now where i'm at uh, i am derek thompson with me always is mr tj what's up and uh we've got a special guest here tonight from primal Outfitters, and i'll let him go ahead and introduce himself Hey
1: guys, how's it going? Thank you for having me on the show. Um, my name is Josh Gunnison. Uh, everybody calls me Gunny because of my last name. It was a uh, Lance Corporal in the Marine Corps, 2 7, um, 0311. Uh, and I, I started a 501c3 nonprofit, the Primal Outfitters.
0: I love it, man. So we're excited to have you here. For those of uh, the listeners that don't know, 0311's infantry. Uh, that means he uh, shot shit. Made things go boom, kind of thing. Uh, did his thing, and we're very thankful for that. Uh, why don't you give us a breakdown, Yanni, of kind of your life before the military?
1: So, uh, um, I grew up small town, uh, small country town. Grew up on a farm. Uh, the wrestled, boxed. I mean, pretty much everything that I could do, you know, as physical sports. My grandpa got me into wrestling. Yeah, he was a Vietnam vet, um, huge in, in, instrumental part of my life, uh, taught me how to hunt, taught me how to fish, took me to deer camp, took me up to the Upper Peninsula, the UPA, um, took me up there quite a bit, uh, spent a lot of time on the water with him, spent a lot of time fishing with him, pretty much learned everything that I know from him. Uh, it was, you know, he's, he was like my dad, um, in a lot of ways and took me under his wing. And, um, a lot of people say when I was born, it, it kind of changed the type of man that he was. So I was, he, uh, my mom went out to actually, uh, go tell him that dinner was ready and she slipped and fell out. He was out ice fishing and she slipped and fell on the ice and put
0: her into labor. Okay. So... <laughs> So, so, yeah, you're, not, uh, you're the cause. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I like to hear, man. Uh, so you you have, you know, it's life growing up, you're doing all these different things. You you have the chance to, you know, get out there and fish and hunt and do all these different things. What leads you up to your decision to join the military? Um, my grandpa, really, uh, he was in the army, and
1: um, I kind of wanted to one up him. And so, so I, I knew, I mean, it was pretty much as a child, I, I didn't really have any much, too many other aspirations, um, to do anything else. I, I knew growing up through high school, I mean, through, throughout all school, that it's what I wanted to do. So going into high school and stuff like that, that's kind of what I more or less prepared myself for. I went to EMT school. Um, we had a, we had a I I moved through my mom getting married and stuff like that so Mm kind of left the small hick farm town setting and went to uh went to kind of more of a, a more city tourist setting and uh so they had more schooling options and different stuff like that so knowing i wanted to go into the marine corps knowing that i wanted to be infantry um that's that's why I took the EMT class so I'd have some medical knowledge and stuff like that, and so that's that's why I. I mean, it's why I joined. I mean, honestly, it's been it was. I didn't see any other real option for me, and I didn't want to do anything else.
0: Right. So, what was that decision like? Deciding that you want infantry, especially because you know a lot of people are afraid of the thought of combat. They're afraid of that ideal, especially you know I I guess I don't know when you joined when did you join I I joined in 09 in 09 especially then we're in a time of war you know we've got a lot of different things going on what's that decision look like to be like yeah I want to go be a fighter um honestly I I wouldn't accept
1: any other contract I I went through three recruiters um I stuck with it I I got offered MP contract with a $10,000 signing bonus. I got offered all sorts of different contracts with signing bonuses. And finally, I got an infantry recruiter, Sergeant Jenkins. Um, still uh, ended up in the same unit as him, ironically enough, um, later on down the road, but. I didn't want anything else. It wasn't a question in my mind. I had a few guys that I grew up with that were older than me that had joined, and um, one of them was killed in Fallujah. Um, So I just, I don't know. Watching watching 9-11 happened in in my, was it third grade classroom, fourth grade classroom? watching 9-11 happen over the TV and stuff like that. And then having guys that I grew up with, you know, go and fight and go overseas and stuff like that. it There wasn't a question in my mind of what direction I wanted to go with it. It wasn't, you know, I wasn't going to go be some sort of, you know, paper pusher, no offense or anything like that. I just didn't, I didn't see that path for me um, right. at all. And so when Sergeant Jenkins called me, he was like, hey, man, I got a recon contract for you. Um, you'll you'll go through infantry school. And, you know, it's basically an infantry contract. Seventy five hundred dollar signing bonus. You know, we'll, we'll get you through infantry school. Um, worst case scenario, you won't make it through recon school, but you'll still be infantry. So that's I ended up taking that contract and
0: spent the next year of my life doing training. Well, that's awesome, man. I'm fucking thankful you did it. So you got in the Marine Corps. What, what comes in with your service then? What's, uh, what's service for you? Um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I mean, the,
1: a lot of the guys that I served with, um, unfortunately aren't here anymore. Um, a lot of them, uh, a couple of them were killed overseas and then, and I'm talking about from the start, from boot camp, all the way through infantry school and everything. Like we we've lost a lot of the my generation, and through my I don't know my herd of guys that went through. A lot of them have committed suicide at this point. Right. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I I deployed with my unit. I did what I had to do. I went where I had to go. Um and
0: you know i yeah i mean it <laughs> i get what you're saying man you it know was, and it was
1: service so was. there there are a lot of days that i miss it you know I, I miss the guys that i served with and i'm still close with quite a few of them um but there's a lot of guys that that aren't here anymore. That still should be here. That were way better, way better Marines than what I was, and did right. way, way greater things than what I did.
0: Yeah, so, I think we all, I think we all feel that way, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, you're out here doing what you're doing now, and that's what makes you you. And we're thankful to have you here. And I think there's a lot of people out there that are thankful. So, you know, we can't beat ourselves up about stuff like that. Uh, that comes with the mental health side of this whole thing, uh, that we try to talk about where it's, you know, we gotta be willing to talk about mental health. So do you have any like monumental, uh, I guess, portions of your service that stuck out where like you built that camaraderie extensively that like stick out to you? Um, yeah. One in particular
1: we uh we were on it was our it was our uh, first deployment we were on a mew um, 31st mew so we went out, we were in oki um or we were out of oki Ho- camp uh, on camp hansen mm-hmm. and we left um, from there to head south and we did some training exercise on some pos philippine island and so we got in our tracks, we were on the Germantown, the, our, our, our unit split, we, I believe we were on the Germantown for this part, yeah, we were on the Germantown, um, so our unit was split between the German, Germantown, 27 was split between the Germantown, the Essex and the Denver, and we splashed um, out, on AAVs out of our ship and went to this POS uh, island. In the Philippines and we got there we did our little raid or whatever you want to call it and uh, a tropical storm came in and the ships left us there and we had nothing but a nothing but our date like our our day packs and like uh, you know field stripped MRE and maybe our our poncho liner And that was pretty much it and so this tropical storm hit us and we hunkered down in these little shitty uh, I don't even know what kind of huts they were but we we hunkered down in these little shitty huts wetter than frickin wetter than a frickin rat just soaked to our bones pissed off at the Navy for leaving us on a shithole island and they you know, they took off for deeper water because those ships are flat-bottom ships. You know, they, those amphibious assault ships don't handle well and that kind of stuff. So right. we basically got left there for way longer than what we were supposed to be. And it was just, I don't know, we sat in these shitty huts and just laughed pretty much the whole night. And, I mean, it was just one of those really shitty situations that we, we joked, um, you know, we, we used what we had and made the best out of kind of just a really crappy situation. And I mean, I don't know that, that one time, you know what I mean? Like that one always, I always remember that one and try to try to hold on to those good memories and stuff like that. You know, even though, we were abandoned by the Navy
0: (laughs) and I mean we could could have
1: easily got back into our tracks and freaking made it back out to them but they uh we got back to the beach and our boats were gone (laughs) and we're like what the fuck (laughs) you know it's (laughs) like where did you guys go so no that was that was definitely an interesting time and you know definitely you know it made me realize how because we i mean we were we were nut to butt huddled together to stay warm at the end of the night so right you know what i mean it was it was just one of those one of those times that you know the best the best of us came out and you know guys that didn't necessarily always get along got along that night
2: that's awesome uh, yeah, there's something we, funny about you know spooning naked with some other dudes that uh, just makes you a little bit closer afterwards. We're we weren't out. completely
1: naked, all right? <laughs> yeah, we right, had silkies. <laughs> you have to have the silkies. It's all,
2: it's all, it's all about body warmth. You <laughs> know what I'm
1: oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean that was that was the key. You know that was the key part of it is uh, making sure we stayed warm. Well, somebody so.
0: has to keep you warm. You know that's just how it goes. That's what yeah.
1: Doc was there for.
0: <laughs> I'm too that's hairy to be exactly little spoon, what so, you're so there I mean. There for. Uh, Eric, Jason, Mark, what's up? Thank you guys for listening. Appreciates it. Uh, yeah, Eric, the primal outfitters. That's what I'm talking about. And that's what we're going to talk about next. So you did all this stuff in service, man. And I guess I'm assuming that's kind of what, uh, has been leading up to what created what you've got now. Uh, yeah,
1: man. I, um, so I got out 2014 kind of just went ghost for a while, dropped off the map, didn't really talk to too many guys. And then I started finding out, you know, guys that I was close to um, weren't here anymore. You know, our, our unit went to Afghanistan and we came back without any KIA. You know, we not very many units can say that
0: yeah not very many at all
1: and so and our unit was in Sangin. so when when yeah so finding.
2: were were you real in singing it had been
1: 2013 2012 to 2013. so finding out that you know guys like bradley coy and, I mean, I, my bracelets have quite a few of the guys I was close to, you know, on, you know, Sergeant Beal, um, Dunstan, you know, qu- all these guys that, you know, I, I knew really, really well and had a personal connection with, um, Cass, um, you know, losing these guys that I had looked up to and some of them being my seniors you know losing those guys that it, it really messed with me and so i started reaching out to more guys and getting close back you know back in the loop with stuff um cory Schaefer, he started uh Tivahala project um which is an awesome program um me and him talk regularly uh you know we, he was in our unit he we served together um so you know it, just losing losing these guys and stuff like that, and just the astronomical amount that we have lost at this point, you know, I, I went down kind of a dark path with it. And in 2018, I, uh, I, I, I attempted to take my own life and was thankful that EMS got to me in time and was able to keep me alive. Uh, I spent some time in Ward 39 in Battle Creek, um, struggled quite a bit with a couple of different, you know, alcohol addiction and different stuff like that. Um, and it was just, it was a really, I felt lost and I moved from the situation that I was in and, uh, up in grand Rapids, Michigan, I moved down, just back down to South Haven, um, basically left a three, $300,000 house and my ex-wife and moved down here to restart. And I started working in a field that I felt really comfortable in, um, doing, well, I was pro staff for a company called hood outdoors. And I, I taught archery. I taught I taught people how to tie fish in line, you know, how to rig their poles, where to fish, how to fish. And it, it brought me a peace again. And just being out in nature and going back into what my roots were really, really helped me, you know, see the light, you know. But like I call going out, you know, going out into the woods like is going like into my church, you know. And I started connecting with other like-minded people. You know, going winter camping and going hunting and fishing and just all this different out, all, all this different outdoor stuff. I took botany classes and just connecting back with nature um, really, really helped me. And going into last year, you know, I well go back to the Hood Outdoor Sport. So I I started a I did a veteran youth archery league where I paired a veteran with a kid together. It made him shoot in, instinctively. So that was that was really cool. Um, you know, it, people couldn't just show up with a $3,000 Matthews bow and freaking sit there and smoke right. bowls all day. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was a, uh, Matthews Genesis bows with a whisker, biscuit, no sights, and finger release. So I did that program. Felt really good about it. Um, going into last year i had finally caved in and started going to the va again and put my disability in for for the va and not expecting too much jumped through all the hoops did the appointments did what i had to do and uh I had a job offer to go be a remote fishing guide in Alaska at this point because I had been fishing with different charters and first mating for different charters in the South Haven area. So I had this job offer. Um, Things weren't necessarily going good at Hood Outdoors just with the way that company was being ran. And I was ready to leave there and so I worked all Memorial Day weekend, busted my butt, and basically got told that following Tuesday, because I had Monday off, which was Memorial Day, I had two, you know, I had Monday off, went back to work Tuesday, taught an archery lesson, basically with the time that I'd worked, and then that Wednesday got a text from the owner of the company saying, well, why aren't my arrows fletched?" what do you mean, dude? Like I busted my ass all fucking weekend for you. Like I had a helper that was scooping minnows, but I was, you know, I was taking care of everything else by myself. I was taking care of bows. I was doing this. I was taking care of people, fishing stuff, everything else. Like, how can you come at me over your, your, your personal arrows, not being fletched? like customer, the customers come first and
0: they should anyway.
1: Yeah. Well, he didn't see necessarily eye to eye with me with that. And, pretty much told me that he comes before the customers and I lost my shit on him and told him he was a peasant and, <laughs> and, um, pretty much it was, yeah, you're, you're either firing me or I quit. And he told me to come pick up my shit. So I went and picked up my shit.
0: I mean, that's a very Marine Corps thing of you to do.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> there was the end of that job. Um, so, I was pretty much, all right, well, it looks like I'm going to Alaska. <laughs> so, <laughs> Sounds like a good um, option. Um, and then I found out some stuff about my grandpa's health. And he necessarily wasn't doing very good. And like I had said before, my grandpa was my rock. That man, he, he taught me everything I know. He taught me how to do everything that I already know, you know, that I know how to do. And I passed up the job to go to alaska and told them like look we're going to get our family boat it's a 20-foot center council sea nymph we're getting the boat out of storage i'll pay for it whatever we'll get it fixed up get what needs to be done done to it we're going to get it back in the water we're going fishing this summer got the tags for it got the boat out of storage my grandpa passes away and so that That hurt. Um, And so it's like, well, crap, you know, I passed up this job to go to Alaska to take him fishing, you know, now, now what am I going to do? Right. You know, and so dealing with family, stuff like that, talking with my grandma, talking with my aunt, my mom, you know, like I want grandpa's boat. You know, I was, I, I grew up fishing with, I had pictures of me as a little kid you know, holding up salmon bigger than I am on this boat, you know, and just every, all the memories and everything else, it was, it was only me and my grandpa, you know, on, on that boat ever. So I got in kind of a little bit of a family feud over it and stuff like that. And then, well, I get a letter in the mail from the VA, um, with a 100% disability rating. So it's like, well, shit, like everything just, magically everything started falling into place I got the I got the my disability rating at 100% um, and I got the boat inherited to me and then then it was like well I can't work anymore like I can't go work a nine-to-five anymore I can't you know Alaska obviously I would had to come back from Alaska You know, especially with my grandpa's funeral and everything. So just, I don't know, God works in mysterious ways. I, uh, I, I, I was working with another guy and helping him out with his nonprofit, uh, Valor Training Center, who is a, he was a, John Michaels, a disabled, 100% disabled Navy veteran. He was going through buds and fell two stories and landed on his noggin and lived miraculously he lived and so uh i was working with him and helping him, him out with his nonprofit and we had these ideas and everything and we were sitting up at the american legion post in south haven and post 49 beautiful post um we were sitting up there and uh primal outfitters was born and it's like look dude you have this you have this really, you're really good with kids. You're really good with people. You're really good with talking to people. Um, you're really good at teaching people, you know, do something with the outdoors, you know, take, take people out doing what you're good at. You're good at hunting. You're good at fishing. You're good at camping. You're good at all this stuff outdoors. Take veterans outdoors, show them that, you know, show them the peace that you have, with being one with nature you know show them the peace that you have being out on the on the great lake fishing you know the the serenity of it you know maybe beating a little bit of tunes here and there you know if the fish ain't biting you know play some fish catching music you know that kind of thing but show them your church take them out take them out into the woods put them in a deer blind you know, show, show them that there's more things out there and that you have a, you have a worth of being one with nature and, and, you know, being alive through the outdoors. And so that's, I mean, that's how Primal Outfitters was started. Um, United, I, and part of this too is in August, I had gone to a, uh, an event called uh, Vets with Nets put on by a couple of different groups. United Veterans of Michigan um, was, is a big uh, part of that event. And so going to that event and seeing all these, you know, people, not just veterans, but these people volunteer their time and their boats and just everything to take veterans out fishing. um, That really, that, that helped kinder this as well and you know add you know add added a little bit of a fire to it so seeing seeing and being a part of that event and volunteering with my buddy who had who had a boat at the time because none of this other stuff had happened at this time so it, it, that event happens during june so right after that event all this stuff with my grandpa and everything else happened right so just going to that event and being a part of it and seeing, you know the potential that is there, uh, that that helped light that fire too. So with the help of United Veterans of Michigan, who does hunting, fishing, camping trips, but they they find guides that take guys out. It's not it's not necessarily a service. A couple of their board members, uh, Pete Pierce, amazing guy, He's not a veteran. But a couple of their board members like him and stuff like that, they'll take guys out and whatnot. And they do a lot of different volunteering stuff. And them guys over there, um, they do, they're do they on the east side of the state, so they do a lot of more walleye fishing, that kind of thing. So with their help... Um, We're like, I, I, I went to Pete and was like, look, man, I want to start my own thing on the West side, but I want it to be more like a service. So he helped and guide me through a lot of this stuff. He was like, all right, well, you got to get your 501 C three. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to do this until then we'll put you as one of our pro staff. So you can start taking guys out now, you know, you got the boat, you got the equipment, let's get you out now. So I started operating, um, end of June, going into August uh, of last year, we started taking guys out on trips through United Veterans at UVM, United Veterans of Michigan, started taking guys out on trips. And then, you know, just kind of testing the waters of it and it proved to be very successful, you know? So we we moved forward with it. We got our 501C3, uh, we, we got the insurance, we got everything. Um, I partnered with Valor Training Center um, he's on my one of, he's one of my board of directors uh, John Michael is so he he got a 30 acre campus so we were able to take guys out camping and deer hunting and everything on his campus um, blueberry farm mixture type field like you know field and woods pond perfect setup so, We started, you know, we we did our uh, fishing season out on Lake Michigan. Once that was done, um, we had gotten our 501C3 package turned in uh, with LegalZoom uh, October 7th. So we got all that stuff in and started started rolling, taking guys out camping, hunting. Um, We had ice fishing trips planned. Unfortunately, ice fishing didn't really work out um we started you know we got trapping i mean we do i mean i started just doing everything i could with veterans outdoors uh my first mate don is actually he was one of my i took him and another veteran out camping and hunting and he he retired uh just a few few months ago and was like hey man i want to come volunteer i want to come be a part of your program i want to come go fishing teach me so he actually moved down here to be a part of what we got going on i mean he's my right hand man he does everything with me
2: right now how cool is that
1: so uh
2: yeah, it's pretty badass
1: yeah i mean so now we're uh we're coming ice fishing season kind of got little i was little disappointed with the ice fishing season because i love ice fishing that was something me and my grandpa really enjoyed doing. Yeah. So, but now nah, every time like mornings I don't have trips and stuff like that, I'll still go down and I'll sit on the boat, talk to my grandpa. You know, what do I do next, grandpa? You know, point me in the right direction, help me out. Or you know, if I'm even if I'm out fishing and the damn things aren't wanting a bite, it's like, come on, give me give me one, grandpa. <laughs> Send one dumbass fish my way, dude. Come on. You got to look out for me. <laughs> it's
0: like, I just need one of these stupid sons of bitches. You know? Exactly,
1: exactly. So, uh, no, I, I spent a lot of time on that on that old boat talking to my grandpa. And I put a lot of time and work and effort into uh, making that boat what it is now. I changed a few things on it, modernized a couple of things. But you won't find another 1987 sea nymph that is in the condition this boat's in she's, she's a she's a beautiful old girl so it's original motor on it too old no old old two old two stroke 88 johnson special that's good shit that 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 boat is fast i'm like 40 miles per hour on open you know on open water fully loaded you know what i mean that's that's pretty quick for a fishing boat so yeah, i can it. so um no she's she's a good old girl um i've realized though running her as much as i have is i am putting some heavy wear and tear on her and there's certain veterans that we've expanded so much in the last the last few months i mean it's just been very humbling experience and realizing the total potential in this um cass's uh cass's mom and me are pretty close And she losing her son to suicide and he was one of my seniors and uh, he was a, he was a great guy and uh, losing him was kind of a shock because I looked up to him quite a bit. He was a, he was in weapons platoon, but uh, weapons platoon got spread out between the other platoons quite a bit, depending on what we were doing so Cass spent a lot of time in third platoon with us. Um, and so I got to know the man quite, quite well and learned to respect him. And after Cass passed away, um, Pam, she's been working on getting her, uh, her degree in psychology and mental health. And congratulations to her. She just, uh, she just graduated her final course that she, she needed to have. So she is uh, she is now a nurse practitioner in psychology and mental health. So we're, we're, we're honored to have her on board as well. So if there's something that, you know, needs to be brought up and they, you know, one of the veterans that we need to take out or whatever, they want to talk to somebody that's not associated with the VA, um, we have her, you know, she has offered you know to donate her time to primal to you know to being able to to being able to talk to guys as well um one of the one of the local charters that i've first mated for quite a few times great great family they i mean they're going on i think seven generations now of commercial fishing the great lakes they've taught me jimmy has taught me a lot um there's only two there's only two cabelas Sponsored boats, two Cabela's Pro Staff boats in the Great Lakes. They're both owned by the same family, and they're both out of the port of South Haven. Oh, that's um, so, uh, Jimmy has been nothing but a great mentor and everything else. And they offered us an opportunity to get a to purchase a thirty foot Baja Cruiser from them that would allow us to expand in the way that we need to. Um, Because we have, I right now I have to subcontract um, another charter in town that has the deck space to be able to get guys in wheelchairs on it. Right. So now with this larger boat, which is going in the water next week, we're still looking for more sponsors. So if anybody would like to sponsor the boat, have their logo. We have a sponsorship program type thing. Um, The money goes towards the boat and towards the cost of the insurance and all that good stuff so there's a lot of there's a lot of space on a 30foot boat if you want your logo on it but uh so uh, th- with this new boat we'll be able to you know we'll be able to do something that there's only I don't know of any other company or any other entity that is doing really what we're doing um, I, I I know of two that are nonprofits. Um, there's a captain out of Florida, Captain Schwanky, um, who, who's doing similar things. Um, I think it's valor with fishing or fishing with valor. Um, sorry if I said that wrong brother, but, uh, you know, if he, if he's watching this, I'm, I apologize to him for if I butchered his name, but, uh, they're, they're doing something similar out of Florida and then there's us and I know of another guy that's just getting stuff started down in the gulf down by Texas um, and we we it's all veterans you know it's the schwanky he's a veteran the guy down in the gulf he's a veteran I'll be able to provide I don't have his exact information I just got connected with him so there's there's three of us you know that are that are doing this type of service where we're we're veterans and we were able to have that connectability, you know, going and talking to you know a shrink and a, you know, no, I'm sorry to say shrink, but going and talking to somebody in a in a in a freaking office, yeah. somewhere just
0: doesn't always do it.
1: Compared to being able to get out with somebody that understands and knows and has been there and gets it, you know, and we can relate on that personal level, you know, and. And to be able to talk about stuff and, you know, give them a little bit of my story, but let them vent about their story. You know, let them talk about what they went through and, you know, give them an opportunity, like I said, to to connect with the outdoors. And then give them the tools, you know, if they, you know, if they want to start going fishing on their own. You know, I can I can teach them everything that there is about bobber fishing, river fishing. I mean, you want to get a kayak and go fishing out of your kayak. We can do that, too. I mean, I've, I've been dragged two miles down the coast by a king salmon in my kayak. <laughs> Wasn't fishing for king salmon. I was fishing for coho. Had a spring king hit on a <laughs> six-foot ugly stick with eight-pound test, and I went for a ride. So, <laughs> so
0: it was probably a good ride, I'm sure.
1: Oh, it was a very exhilarating ride. My uh my fiance followed me in her kayak like well, I'm just gonna paddle. I just What's held on. on. So and then and then the fish beat the shit out of me once I got them in the kayak.
0: I was gonna say, but you got the fish, right?
1: Oh yeah, I got the fish, and I have pictures to prove it. So that's what I'm talking um, about. So yeah, no, um, I mean things have uh it's been, like I said, it's been a very, very humbling experience. Um, something I, I say quite a bit is I'm not a hero, but I, I serve next to quite a few. And I, 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 walk, I walk next to them. And that, you know, that in itself, you know, it, being being a Marine and going to places I was able to go and being around the people that I was be able to be around um when i was getting out i mean well when i went through soi and everything like that sergeant major castle i mean i got to meet the man personally a couple of times he was he was our sergeant major um when i was getting out i got fapped out to uh yep picture it never happened i got you (laughs) um go go to uh Go to the primal outfitters Facebook page and I will I will I'll make sure I post a pic tonight of me holding the salmon in it on my kayak.
0: That's what I'm talking about.
1: So uh and then book a fishing trip with me. So picture it never happened and I'll show you what happened, but when you lose this bet, you gotta book a fishing trip with me. <laughs> so um i mean and then yeah so what i got fapped out to TTECG, so i uh um i spent you know, i spent a few months with them guys and i mean i got to meet sergeant major, or not sergeant major but uh uh i think he was a major general or i don't know general Berger, um who ended up being the commandant of the marine corps um later on after i'd gotten out everything um but he was the uh he was the the general for uh, Marine Corps, uh, Marine Corps Air, Air Ground Combat Center, 29 Palms. So I got to drive him around and be around him. And, you know, I just, the people that I've been able to be around and the guys that I've been able to be around, I mean, there's some of the greatest people in the world, you know, and some of them are doing weird, quirky things now. And you're coming up in June.
0: Bet it's Jason, Jason Steiner.
1: Oh, it's Jason. Jason. I can it says Facebook user. I can't yeah, tell. You this. I don't know. I, All right. Yeah, I got I, I, I got your TV I got your date, buddy. I got your date. <laughs> um so no, it's just it's been yeah, it's been a really humbling experience going through everything and then getting the different guys out that I've been able to get out and hearing their stories. Um I got a, a medal of honor recipient I'm taking out. In August, and then the guy that provided him—he's a uh, Medal of Honor recipient from Vietnam. Jeez. Um, I don't want to—I don't want to drop his name or drop any dimes, but uh, he's a, also a part of our American Legion post, post forty-nine. He was my teacher in high school, football coach and wrestling coach, and then uh, President Trump awarded him uh, the Medal of Honor. Um, for his actions in Vietnam. So uh, you can do your Google research. On who that is. Um, but. So I'm taking him out. In August. And the the guy that. Uh, he's A couple of the guys he served with. One of the guys being which. That provided the machine gun fire for him. To be able to go save the lives. That he saved. And earn the medal of honor that he earned. So. It's. Like I said, just this whole thing's been, it. you know, you, you meet guys that, you know, did the longest destroyer deployment since World War II. I mean, he's sitting right next to me right now. Um, he's been able to go out and go on one of my fishing trips, you know, um, he, and he's now a commander of one of the American Legion posts in the area. So I just... I've been able to be around a lot of great men in the last year, you know, and it's it's made me realize that this is the right direction to go. And, you know, one of the messages I got uh, was was a couple months ago. I booked a trip for a guy in June and he said, you know, what? thank you, man. The last few weeks have been really, really hard and I have something to look forward to now.
0: How incredible and was that?
1: that that hit home. It really did. It it hit home, and it really made me realize that you know this this is gonna work. You know this is gonna make a difference. You know if if I can just save one, just one guy, from doing what forty eight of my brothers have done. That's that's all. That's all that's gonna matter.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. So how cathartic has this been for not only the veterans that are doing it, but how cathartic and how beneficial has it been for you?
1: Um, There's days where I want to bash my face against the wall.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I've unfortunately, I've seen I've seen veterans take advantage of it. So, um, there's, uh, there, there's been a couple of guys, you know, they, they almost bragged about going on every free hunting or fishing or camping or yeah, there's only been one in particular that really rubbed me the wrong way and he will never step foot on my boat again, or he will never like, I, if he tries to hit me up for a trip i'm sorry man like and i hate to be that way you know like i accept any veteran i i don't look at dd-214s you know show me some sort of proof of you being a veteran you know i don't care if you were dishonorably discharged i know quite a few marines that were dishonorably discharged that were stellar marines they just made a simple mistake you know so i don't judge you know it's not my place to judge you know i show me a picture of your VA ID or show me a picture of the veteran tag because in Michigan, we on our driver's license, it says veteran right on it.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, show me a picture of you being in the military, you know, and if you do send me a picture of your DD two I'm not looking at your discharge, you know, and I delete it right after I get it. You know, I, I'm not, I'm not here to judge. It's not my place to judge you or what you did or how you served. You you went where you were supposed to go. You did what you are supposed to do. You know this is this is open to everybody. You know, and it's not just open to veterans too. We also we also want to get our first responders out, and you know our our law enforcement, our firefighters, our our paramedics, our our you know our on staff EMT, you know the 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 uh, ER the ER nurses even. You know, so we're, we're open, we're open to the people that serve, you know, and then golden blue star families as well. You know, we want, we want them, you know, to be able to get out and, you know, say they lost somebody and they just need, you know, they're, they just need to get out and they need to get away and they need to talk to somebody, you know, or just have a minute or a moment to themselves. You know, that's, that's what we're, we're here for. So it's, it's, it's helped me. It's helped me a lot. Um, It's helped me with my own recovery because, you know, I can't, I can't do the things I'm doing if I'm, you know, if I'm in that dark place or if I'm messed up in that, you know, in that type of manner.
0: Right. Man, I love to hear that. I'm so glad it's helping you. I'm so glad it's helping so many people. I mean, it's just it's it's awesome to get to see everything you're doing, and to go with that, you're not just doing fishing, right? You're doing a little bit of everything. You're we're like, doing
1: if you name it outdoors, we do it. I got stuff for snorkeling. Um, there's a shipwreck right on the coast that we can go snorkel. Um, I got special UV lights so we can go rock hunting. You got to be careful because they run from you sometimes, and you got to tackle them. Um, <laughs> I'm not kidding dude the wave catches them and they're gone and you gotta go floundering for them so but we have we have special rocks on our coastlines in the up and down here they're called upra lights or fluorescent sodalite and we have special special lights that you know they look like dragon eggs so we got special we, we we do that kind of stuff we do kayaking we do tubing we do camping you know if you name it outdoors we are doing it and if i don't know how to do it i'll go out and learn with you and, you know we can we can go we can go do it together we can go figure out together we can go make mistakes together you know that's that's all about just trying to be out in nature and connecting you know connecting with the outdoors is the is the key right about everything
0: TG you're pretty big in all this stuff as well. I mean what what do you see? What do, what are you taking? In
2: right I now? mean given of? the given the choice between going to therapy and talking to a doctor or you know going outdoors hunting and fishing I would do that every single time. Hands down.
1: Well, let's go fishing, brother. Let's go let's come on up. I mean, we got we got property in Baldwin that we can go to. We got property in the UP we can go to. Um, and I just, we just had property in Texas donated to us. It's kind of a, I got to figure out correct. what the hell I'm, I got to figure out what the fuck I'm going to do with that property. Cause it's in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so they, but they were gracious enough to donate it to us. So it's ours. So we just gotta, we gotta figure so out a purpose for it.
0: So you're going everywhere, man.
1: Dude, I'm, I'm trying to, I would like, I like being the person that goes on every single trip. But I want other veterans that have the same mindset of being in the outdoors to be able to be a part of this and get them out into the outdoors and share the same love that I have that my grandpa gave me. I mean, this is, it's the the part of the lineage And, and he was a Vietnam vet, you know, he was a, he was a trucker in the Vietnam. He drove the deuce and a half and that kind of stuff, you know, he, you know, i got all this from him and i wouldn't be who i am if it wasn't for him and wasn't for the marines and the guys that i served with and you know i i owe owe everything to them
0: yeah absolutely i mean much respect and i love that you have so much passion for everything your grandpa taught you and gave you and i mean it really does It, it that inspires me you know just to be a better person just seeing everything you're doing I mean I love seeing it brother I really do
1: yeah our 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 trips are at no cost too so everything we do is through donations fundraisers um if people don't want the meat you know whether it be fish or small game or whatever if they don't want the meat I try to I try to do something with it where I can you know do a fundraiser with it or You know, do it. You know, we're working on a few different ideas for dinners up at the Legion Hall, so we can keep putting money back into this because you know, creating this. You want to go on? I'll put something in perspective. If you want to go on uh, a a chartered fishing trip out of South Haven, after you pay for pay for the charter and you make the tip, you're looking at spending a thousand dollars, if not just just under. If you short tip you know what I mean you're without a tip it's six you know six fifty to seven hundred dollars just for the trip and then after you're done tipping because it's kind of the first mate works for gratuity you know nine times out of Mm ten so after you're done just paying for a fishing trip out of South Haven you're looking at spending a thousand dollars you know what I mean not everybody can afford to do that
0: right
2: right
1: so being able to alleviate the stress of the cost of of what we're going to go do take the stress of the cost away take the stress of you know how am i going to be able to afford this or what like i could never take my kid to go do this these guys can you know guys and gals they can bring their kids they can bring their friends they can bring their family members You know they can bring the people they want to bring with them to go enjoy this. If they want to be alone, they can be alone. You know they don't have to bring anybody with them. But if they want to be alone, they can be alone. If they want to bring their friend, their brother, their mother, their whoever, I don't care. It it doesn't matter who they want to bring with them. They are more than welcome to bring them with them, and we will. We we customize each trip
0: to what their needs and wants are. Which is tremendous. I mean, I don't know too many outfitters. I guess that do that. I mean, where you guys are truly there for the recipients. Or- yeah, I mean, if
1: if they want to fish all day, we can fish all day. You know, if we if they don't if they just want to hang out by the campfire and not go hunting, we can just hang out by the campfire and not go hunting. I'll go grab some meat out of the freezer and we'll throw. I'll cook some bomb ass food real quick. Like, and that's one thing, any, anything that we catch or harvest, I know how to cook it and I know how to cook it good. Like my old lady hated fish. I just, she got mad at me cause I went and got perched today and I didn't bring her, like I had to, I had to get a to go order for her. If I, I wouldn't, I'd be sitting outside making this podcast <laughs> instead of in my chair. <laughs> so, I, I mean, she, so, you know, I, I can, I can cook food good, you know, I, I mean, I can cook the food we harvest or I I can cook it for us. We can throw it on the smoker. We can throw it in the cast iron skillet. We can go cook it over an open flame, you know, that whatever we can do it all. It's, it's, it's all about adapting and overcoming and learning and making adjustments. And, you know, and that's, again, you know, we've had a lot of demand recently so one of the things we're working on is getting a tracked wheel a tracked wheelchair that will be able to get guys you know guys out into the woods in the tracked wheelchair and then getting this larger boat so we can get you know wheelchair veteran you know people that are the more more disabled physically out comfortably
0: to where they can they can do this and right. be a part of this That's awesome, yeah, it seems man. like you're continuously growing you're aiming for a goal at the end of the day to actually keep getting more and more people in, how, how much more can you ask for You know what I mean? So what, I mean, what does moving forward look like for you? What's growing look like? I mean, you said you got land donated to you in Texas and you've got all this stuff going on. What's that look like?
1: Um, again, finding, finding veterans that are capable of doing what I can do not everything that I can do because not everybody's going to be good at fishing, but finding other veterans that are willing to join this cause that necessarily can't work that nine to five. You know what I mean? That, right. Cause I don't get paid f- for doing any of these trips. You know, I get my, I get my compensation from the VA, you know, and I, I'm not living in some million dollar freaking house. I got a, I'm in a single wide trailer out in the woods.
0: Oh boy.
1: You know what I mean? Like i I I got a f250 and a you know in a suburban you know what I mean like we're we're not driving around in mercedes and you know fancy vehicles or none of that stuff you know we're, we're we live we live modestly doing what we're doing you know right. sometimes sometimes the business account and our funding has way more than what our personal account has and that money stays in that business account you know what i mean it's not you know we're not i'm not collecting a paycheck off doing this at all it's all it's all volunteer it's all it's all I'd, i'd rather struggle you know to to pay a bill than to ever touch that money that's there to take another veteran out or to say it you know potentially save a life
0: no, I mean, that's what we're here for. I mean, we're here to help, and I, I love seeing that out of you. Everything you do, it seems like, is there to absolutely just help. It's not about anything other than doing what you say you're going to do, and that in itself makes you a unique person, to say the least. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, not just talking about being about it. Yeah, exactly. Like TJ always says, don't talk about it, be about it. And speaking of talking about it and being about it, TJ, you got any questions?
2: No, nah, man. Uh, I think we're.
0: you guys have covered it pretty good. I was like, Gunny's been doing a great job. Just been fucking... I'm sorry. I out. feel
1: like I've been running my suck this whole fucking time. Oh, you've been killing
0: <laughs> it, No, man, nah, man that's, that's what it's about. And, and like uh, fucking Jason says, you have a kick-ass beard.
1: Hey, man, it's a little... I'm not going to lie. She ain't looking as glorious as she normally does. She's a, she's a little wind-blown today and... I mean, like I said, it, it rained on. It was a rough day out on the lake today. We, I got my ass kicked out there today. And normally, <laughs> normally, I put fish in the boat, but today is a day that I will humbly say they beat me.
2: They I beat couldn't. You know.
1: I, I couldn't even find one retarded fish in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't, man. I, I was, I, I couldn't do it. I, I don't know. That happens, what? man.
0: What's like, uh, what's one of the, like the funniest stories you have from doing those so far?
1: Um, so uh, my favorite trip and we've, so to put in perspective, we've serviced over 200 veterans and their families already and first responders. Um, so we've, we've serviced in since October 7th is our official start date but we'll say the beginning of August, since the beginning of August, we have serviced over 200 veterans and first responders and golden blue star families. Awesome. So we're, I mean, we're, we're doing it almost every day. Um, (laughs) So my favorite trip was just actually recently. We took a army.
0: This is an inside joke. This is my mom. I call her, uh, Retard half the time. Oh, you
1: she you wasn't say. in, she wasn't in the lake.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> I,
1: I wouldn't be using that kind of worm to catch you. Sorry,
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> I that was a bad joke. <laughs>
0: that, was that was funny. That was a good joke. Here we are. That was funny.
1: So, uh, no, uh, we just we just took out and my. My fiance, who is our treasurer, and um, she does a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, she got to go with us on this trip. So it was me, my first mate, Don, and my treasurer, Kristen, and fiance, and my person. Um, we got to go on this trip with this wife and this Army veteran, and them guys were an absolute hoot. I mean, we it was their first time ever. She grew up in Ludington, which is on the lake, it was our first time ever being out on the water ever fishing that kind of way i mean we're moving we're trolling we're not sitting there bobber fishing i mean for for salmon and what we're doing on lake michigan we're we're trolling about between 2 and 3 miles an hour give or take depending on what the fish want so and we're we're running 12 lines and it's dude so imagine trying to troll with 12 lines we have planer boards out we have dipsy divers out we got I sound like the guy off from, uh, um, uh, what's that movie with that, uh, Force Gump? No, not (laughs) Force Gump. Oh, there's that. But no, the, uh, (laughs) with the mullet and the freaking Dodge Charger. I'm having a brain fart. Yeah, Joe, I sound like the, the fire, the fire, uh, work guy (laughs) off (laughs) Joe Dirt. We got, we got, We got zingy zoos and bitty bops, but no, we, so we got, we got copper lines out with planer boards. We got, uh, high, high and low divers that are dipsy divers. We got down riggers. We got high line. I mean, just you name it. So we're running 12 lines and, um, so it, it can turn into a chaotic mess really quick. So, I mean, these guys, they, they had a great time. The jokes were flying left and right. Um, and just seeing them connect in a way that, you know, th- there's a picture. If, if you go to our Facebook page, there's a picture of them kind of cuddled up on the front of the boat. And just seeing the personal connection between them two doing something like this, the first time together being out on the lake, she got to reel in a lake trout, he got to reel in a lake trout. It was their first time ever, ever catching that kind of fish. Just seeing that, that intimate connection between them, it was that was that meant a lot. That it really did. And just seeing this knowing that. We did something for them that they've never experienced before. They've never been able to, you know, be, you know, tw- only when we turn the boat too sharp. I've seen that comment. <laughs> <laughs> you got to take wide turns. So, um, so it happens though. It does happen where official grab one line and run it into three other lines or all 12 lines go off at once last year we had a sorry that you got me changing subjects but last year we had all 12 lines go off i mean bang 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 and so it's a chinese fire drill on the back of the boat at this point i netted two fish at the same time so they both came up at the same time and they're not small fish we're talking you know 20 you know 20 30 inch fish you know depending on what's going on so i net these two fish at the same time they get all tangled up in the net throw that net in the boat those two lines are you know out of commission grab the other net net another fish throw that fish in the boat that fish is all tangled up in the net now i'm out of nets so i got nine lines still out that have fish on them so I climb, I climb into the back of the boat, and as they were reeling in fish, I was grabbing the fish with my hands and grabbing the line, grabbing the fish, and literally heave-hoeing them into the back of the boat. We got all 12 fish in the boat. Absolute shit show. My shit was so tangled up at the end of that trip. Like when we got all the fish and I just kind of looked at everybody, I was like, well, we're, uh, we're done. <laughs> That's, That's the end of the show. So, um, yeah, no, uh, but going back to that, that trip with that wife and that, uh, that wife and that husband, um, that was s- seeing that connection between them um, and just, they just, because I, I feel like, because I've seen that same veteran and, and the, the Hooks and Heroes event that we did last weekend, and obviously it wasn't, not, not a lot of these veterans events that we have throughout our state, because there's a couple, there's Vets with Nets, there's Hooks with Heroes, there's o- the Operation Injured Soldier events. Unfortunately for those events, you gotta be 30% disabled or more. A lot of those events, you know, it's just for veterans. You can't bring your wife. You can't bring your kids. You, you you can't. It's just not. It's not the way that those events are ran. So being able to bring her, you know, bring her with him, dude. It was that one. That one. That one got me in the, you know, in the feeling that I got left. That's awesome. So that that one meant a lot. Um,
0: That's so cool to hear. Uh, that little ship God, yeah, you've covered everything so well. I'm just like sitting here, like I could have questions or I could not.
1: Um, another another fun trip I had. These I took out three army veterans and they brought me uh, cran candy.
0: Hell yeah, dude! My, my like fr- legitimate,
1: uh, my- legitimate cran candy. And yeah, one of my was- best
0: friends bought me some of that shit too. He thought that, it was hilarious. That, that,
1: Dude, it was. I laughed so freaking hard when they busted that out. Like, cause on the on the front of my boat, I got on the front windshield of my boat, um, I got o three double crayons.
2: Hell yeah!
1: So, <laughs> like when when they busted those out, I that one, that one, that was cool. The you know, yes, crayons. another. <laughs> another cool trip i actually i just happened to see it in the corner of my eye um united veterans of michigan um sent me this plaque but that trip uh, the camera's gonna screw with it i don't know if you guys can see that picture but that trip was another cool one it was an impromptu trip um the plaque says this token of appreciation your donation and a waving so all you know all the nice things so that trip was pretty cool um i happened to be um getting some perch at the uh captain Lou's right uh right on the river um heading out you know heading out of our harbor into the lake um sitting in there and I was talking with his family and stuff like that and they were there for a wedding and the, one of the family members were like, well, you know, our, our, you know, our grandpa's a Vietnam vet. And so Vietnam vet showed up. I talked to him and I was like, you want to go fishing tonight? He was like, are you serious? How much does it cost? I was like, nothing. And so he kind of got emotional about it and then his brother, he was an army vet. His brother was a Marine Corps vet and he had just recently passed away. Oh no. And hit that so um the Marine Corps vet that had passed away, his son was there too and he was a first responder and uh, he was a firefighter. And so uh I was able, I, I convinced him, I was like, look, you're coming too. Your dad, you know, your dad served in, you know, your dad served in Vietnam. You're a firefighter. You're, uh, you know, what it would it be uncle? You know, your uncle, Uh, you know, your, your uncle is a Vietnam vet, you know, army, you know, we're, 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 you're going fishing. And he was kind of reluctant. And I told him, I was like, look, dude. I went to recon school, like I know of all sorts of different kind of knots. You can either get in this boat, <laughs> or I can make you get into this boat. We're going fishing, so he 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 got in the boat, and that's that picture I showed is him actually. Um, that's him reeling in a fish, and then that would be that's his. So cool. Yeah, so that picture, I like that picture, and that's, that's awesome. awesome. So. And that's 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 my grandpa's
0: boat too, that's in the picture as well. That's so cool, so, man. Love seeing that. That being um, said, uh, we don't want to keep you all night, man. Uh, I no fucking, you're you've got guests and what have you. Oh, so. well, I mean, they're he's eating a ho ho.
1: What is that a ho ho? What is that? <laughs>
0: is that is supposed supposed a to Long go go. John? It's yeah, I don't it's know. Some, thats what I'm yeah.
1: talking about. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and that's uh. This is Mister Dylan. He was in the he was in the Navy. He's also nice. he's got he's been on my boat, and he is a commander of uh, Post 160 awesome. American Legion in Bangor. Awesome, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. So awesome. we got a we got a really tight knit of uh group of veterans in this area that have really came together. Our post is this the South. Bangor Post is awesome. They have way better food than our post. I'm a part of the South Haven Post. Um, we had uh, two living Medal of Honor recipients until just Man. this last December. Uh, unfortunately, jo- George Dewey, unfortunately, passed away. Um, but, I mean, if you guys ever want to come to South Haven, our, our, our post overlooks Lake Michigan. Um, the view is second to none. I mean, the sunset during the summer is literally—I mean, it's postcard sunsets every night. It's—it's um, it's beautiful. The town's a beautiful town. It's a rather touristy town. There's plenty of uh. Where's my fiance? She's not here. There's plenty of eye candy <laughs> if you know what I mean. So I mean, there. I mean, there's a lot of different things to look at in town. So. Um, she's beautiful and I love her to death and she knows that she looks more than I do. So <laughs> but South Haven's a beautiful place. Um, like I said, if I mean we can go camping in the general area. If somebody wants to come out and do a fishing trip, you know, we can go camping the night before. They don't necessarily have to uh, you know, pay for a hotel room. Um, if some if a hotel room needs to be provided, we can there's ways that we, we, you know, we can work that out. So lodging is taken care of. Everything's taken care of. These trips <laughs> are done. These trips are done for nothing. You know what I mean? A lot of time and effort, but other than that, you know, it, it, it doesn't come out of their pockets.
2: That's pretty awesome. You know, so
1: we, w- we want to provide yeah. something, you know, not everybody can afford to, you know, take a vacation and do this kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, you, so better, we're, you better bet we're going to be up there at some point.
1: So, we got, I mean, we, we're we we're, we're, we're really working with a lot of different veteran groups right now. Um, Mission 22 and, well, no, 22 until none. Um, they've, they've been great. Uh, I've reached out to Grunt Style. I've reached out to um, Nine Line Apparel. I'm trying to get them to grab on it.
0: Um, that's from Jason.
1: What the hell is that cat doing? Yeah. Uh,
0: target practice later. So Jason says, "How about coming out for a pre-stock or pre-hero uh, stock party?"
1: That would be amazing. That's something else. Yes, Jason, you got to come up. We, you know, there's different. Even if we don't do that, in, uh, the American Legion, we got the flywheelers. There's like a thousand acres that we can go play on and they got a little choo-choo train too like little miniature steam locomotive nothing like a bunch of you know veterans running a train together
0: that's never been happened. there <laughs> so
1: you know what i mean <laughs> so, uh, we're picking the, up what you're putting out. <laughs> the navy guys in the front <laughs>
0: i'll be the so. good news, okay
1: Oh, I thought the Air Force. Are you wait? Were you in the Air Force? No, I was brief. Well, I know I was. I was, I was joking. I, I figured <laughs> the Air Force guy'd be in the back.
0: Nah, I'm just happy to be uh, involved, you know.
1: So no, definitely. Um, you know the the American Legion post would be a beautiful spot for hero stock. Um, just to do a small little thing. You know, it's it's we have a lot to offer here. You know, and it's just getting people to, to want to actually come out and do it. And then also looking for sponsors, you know, there's, you know, there's a lot of people that you you guys want to get your name out there in a, in a, in a good humbling way. Um, we'd like to be able to offer that to you guys, you know, have your, have your name on the side of our boat or, uh, you know, sponsor, you know, sponsor a couple of fishing trips or camping trips. Right. You know, or, or rock hunting or, you know, all the, the, the list of a thousand different things we do, you know, um, but it's going to make a difference. It's going to, it's going to help a lot of, you know, a lot of different people and us having 95, 99% of the, you know, equipment already, you know, the, our cost to actually being able to do this is very minimum. You know, us trying to expand, that's what's costing, you know, you know, we're, we're, we're trying to come up with $17,000 right now for this boat through sponsorships and that kind of stuff. So, you know, that, that kind of cost of expanding, you know, but once we have it, we have it, you know, and the cost to maintain it, you know, we, I got, you know, I got, mechanics that were a part of the military, you know, that were, that are willing to donate their time, you know, something goes wrong. It's finding, you know, being able to maintain it after we get it is that's the easy part, you know, and then being able to continue to operate it. That's the easy part because we're, we're able to do things, you know, we got, we have sponsors with the, with the oil company that supplies the fuel for the fuel station and the marina. So we get, you know, our fuel costs are cut substantially just because of that. You know, being able to go out on private property with our camping gear and our, our equipment that we already have, you know, that, that cost is already gone. It's free. You know, it, it, it doesn't cost us anything to go pitch a tent out in the woods. You know, but the value that it actually holds to be able to do that, you know, that's that's where that, you know, The value that what we have to offer is right. Is, is, I mean, you can't,
0: it's from Mark. He's uh, one of the vets that I know personally. He's a great guy, but he's uh, he's all about man.
1: So, I mean, yeah, I've, 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 I know I've sat here and ran my suck quite a bit, but uh, you guys, I mean. I'm here as long as you guys want to talk to me um, there. You guys got any questions or anything about how we do things or.
0: Well, so far you've answered all my questions. I'll let, I'll kick it over to TJ and then we'll uh, kind of let you do your thing. Uh, I know we've got shit going on, but uh, life is life. It keeps going on with it, whether we want to or not. So
1: very true.
2: So if for the proof of service, do you do you have an email address that you want them to email to you, or do you have like a uh, just on your Facebook page? How do you usually do that?
1: Um, so like proof of service and stuff like that. Um, it can either it can either be uh, sent to our email, com. That's on um, that's on our website. Mm-hmm. So we have a website as well: www.theprimaloutfitters.org. Um, We have our Facebook page, the Primal Outfitters Inc. Um, Follow, like, um, you can send it through Facebook. You can send it through our email. My number is on both. My phone doesn't leave my freaking side. It's always here. Um, I I normally have my watch on too, so it's charging right now. But my, my watch or my phone is always here. On our Facebook page, it literally says we're always open, um, even even if it's not to book a fishing trip or a camping trip or whatever. If you just need somebody to talk to, There's my phone, phone is my phone's always on.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, you know, we're we're we are. I'm always available, um, and I, I I'll I'll answer the phone at one o'clock in the morning, two o'clock in the morning, three, whatever time it is so it, you, you can text it to me you can email it to me it can be sent through messenger um after after we get that and all we do is we see it match the face to the name that's done it's deleted and then we have we'll, we automatically put you in our system so you're you're registered in our system so then after that we don't need to see it again it's not something well you guys show me every you know no we, we right. see it once you're good you're in Um, we, the only thing that we really require out of anybody is to have a a valid fishing, have a valid fishing license, hunting license, that kind of thing. If you don't, we can help you get it. I can help, you know, show you what we can do it online. We can go in person to a bait and tackle shop or whatever. Go, we can, we can get you the license that you need to have the appropriate license that you need to have for what we're going to go do. Um, you know, and so have a valid, you know, appropriate license. And then we have a release of liability form that we have to have people sign through our insurance and that's it. It's only two things you need, you know, if you don't, if you don't have, if you don't have the proper clothing, I got the clothing for you. I got three Gore-Tex hunting suits, you know, so I got tents, I got, Camping chairs, like, I mean, I literally have everything. All you got to do is pretty much show up, and awesome. everything is provided. Um, food can be provided, you know. Sometimes you're going to be eating, like, mountain house meals. If we're going out on, like, an outdoor-type excursion, you know, we add a little bit of boiling water, and they're they're really good. Mountain house meals are great. I'm trying to hit them up for a sponsorship, too, because of how much we use their product. Um I just actually, kind of a cool one, um, I just talked to the guys from Chillin' Reel. I don't know if you know what the Chillin' Reel is.
2: Yeah, it's like a, so it's a koozie with a little thing you can fish with, right?
1: Exactly. Um, they're sending us a couple of them, and we're going to try to catch a king salmon
2: with one. That's badass.
1: So, if uh, you see a video of me getting ripped off the back of a boat holding a koozie... You know what you know. happened. <laughs> you know what I'm happened. About. About. So that is that's a goal we're working on right now. Um, and like I said, we've reached out. I've pretty much throwing shit at the wall to see what sticks at this point to see who would like to sponsor this and who would like to help us with it. Um, and like our, the way we would like people to sponsor is more than just monetary value. If the you know if these guys want to go out on a trip with us and see and experience what we're doing, they we're welcome. We're open to be able to you know do those kind of things too. If the if the veteran or whoever we're or, you know whoever we're taking out is comfortable with it, you know. But to have them be able to go on go on these trips too, is there any fighting? Fighting? I don't
0: know. We're we talking like fist fighting. What are
1: we yeah. Talking? Like- I mean, I'll i'll wrestle somebody <laughs> <laughs> i mean about. i i got a, I could i mean i could catch a raccoon and you could fight that little bastard if you wanted to I mean, <laughs> what, what are we talking about <laughs> i mean there's different ways we could look at this i mean if you want to after you want to fight a king salmon i could put you is there anything like this in southern california Oh man. You're asking, I, you're asking the wrong person about California. I hate that state. <laughs> I was stationed. I, I, I went to MCRD San Diego and I was stationed in 29 palms. So <laughs> I don't have much love for California and 90% of the people there. So, <laughs> I mean, I love all Americans, you know, to each their own, but, uh, yeah, that's a, I don't think there, I don't, that's, I think it's a little, I hate it too here, but I'm stuck. Well, is there a way we can get you unstuck?
0: <laughs> yeah. Is there anything we can do to help? Yes. Is there any way
1: we can get, I mean, I got a tow rope. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, do you need, do you need help getting out here? I mean, we could, we could figure out something, you know, to help you get out here. Um, I know there's a few different American legions that are, they've offered that kind of help of getting people out, you know, helping people get out here. Um, there's a, there's another uh, outdoors group that kind of does. Let me adapt out my kids. Um. <laughs> I'm not going to touch that one.
0: Yeah. Leave that <laughs> one be. We're just going to let that one go. Fly like, uh, fly like an eagle on this one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that being said, man, uh, now I think we can kind of wrap things up here. Uh, no, frick, man, it's been awesome having you. You got so many good stories and you're doing so much good. I love it. Uh, I'll uh, kick it over. Do you have any like final final words you have uh i know we've kind of we've we're all about pimping you out i know you're looking for sponsors we'll get it out there to keep sending them your way anything we find and uh, yeah, like we want
1: to do stuff for our sponsors too it's not just give me money and you know we want to be able to do stuff for them too we want to make sure that they know that they're what they're what they're paying for you know and and show them that there is that what is sponsored or donated, you know, what that is, what, what kind of value that truly has a dollar goes, a, a dollar goes a thousand miles with us. Um, you know, we, we, we make things work and we we make things work and at such a low cost um, and we do it safely. It's not, we're not cutting corners anyway um, we're just we're able to we're able to do things that not a lot of people are able to do, and a price you know that not a lot of people are able to function at. Right. You know, being you know being a nonprofit, and you know the fact that we're not t- nobody's taking any money out of the pool; it's all going towards the next person that goes out, you know, or the the next person that books a trip. And like I said. It's it's what they want to do. They want to bring somebody with them. They can if they want to be alone. They can be alone. You know, I've I've had you know, hunting and camping trips turn into what was supposed to be a day. You know, turning into three days. I had the time available, so shit. I'll stay another. You know, I'll stay another night. Well, then it turns out. Well, can I stay another night? Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) Like yeah. Can I stay one more? Yep. You betcha. <laughs> you got to go home eventually, though.
0: <laughs> you can't just stay here forever.
1: Yeah, you can't just stay here forever. But you know, <laughs> we 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 try to do everything <coughs> we can for uh, for for everyone. Each trip's customized. So um, yeah, and like I said, sponsors and that kind of stuff. We want to make sure they know that you know, and we we want to represent them in the right way in more ways than one and then let them know that what their contribution is what it's going towards and how it's affecting you know affecting lives and potentially saving lives
0: that's awesome all right tj let's send it over to you for your final spiel this is my favorite part of every show
2: (laughs) yeah man uh just reach out and touch somebody you know and uh don't be a cocksucker if they uh someone saying they're having some issues, listen to them, try to help them out a little bit, you know. Um, If you notice that people are posting dank-ass memes and they're not posting their dank-ass memes, then hit them up and just see how they're doing. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. Yeah. Give us us a like and a
0: follow, some reviews. Yeah, like, share, review us. Hit up uh, the Primal Outfitters uh, on Facebook and everywhere they're at. We loved having them on here. Tonight. Josh, thank you so much. It's been incredible. Uh we're gonna stay in touch for sure. Uh I'm gonna have to get my ass up to Michigan though. So
1: Dave man, you gotta you gotta spot on my boat anytime you want, brother. So I'm both gonna, you guys do. You both you both are always welcome up here. Um, let's get something, let's get something planned. I'd like to have you guys up here. Maybe we can do a live show out on the boat or something like See, that. See, That'd be awesome.
2: That's what I'm you talking You motorboating son of a bitch. Oh dude. Hey, <laughs>
1: Hey, either your chest or never mind.
2: <laughs>
0: We're here for all the fun, but uh, <laughs> that being said, we'll wrap up this episode. Like uh, TJ said, give us a like, drop a share, uh, give a, give us a review, uh, Everything that goes with that, hit us up on Instagram. We're on uh, the Shadow Mark podcast. Uh, it's pretty simple to find on Instagram. Uh, Shadow Mark Society of Misfits on Facebook. Hit us up. That being said, have a good night, guys.